Hi guys, Pete and Rich here. Hope you're all well and uh, have been enjoying Baz Fratelli from our latest podcast, which went out on Saturday. We've got lots of good feedback from that and uh, yeah, it was a really fun chat, so we're pleased you all liked it. But here we are, we're back and we've got a special bonus podcast for you. Yeah, that's right. The first of many, hopefully. We've been lucky on this podcast to chat to lots of bands and artists who've recorded some of our favourite albums of the noughties. But what album did they love from that era? Yeah, so the idea is that every Wednesday we'll bring you a quick extra chat with a musician that we've uh, been chatting to, been speaking to, um, and they can talk us through one of their favourite albums of that era. Hopefully we'll get some interesting answers. Hopefully we'll get some perhaps different answers as well to what we might have gone for. I know me and Rich probably got a good idea of what our favourite albums were, but what do you know, proper musicians, what would they go for? Are there more artistic, stylistic choices that they'd go for over just music fans and gig goers like me and Rich? Yeah, yeah, they may well know a damn sight more than we do. But um, <laughs> uh, Baz, Baz from the Fratellis kindly gets us underway with this series. Uh, we had a great chat with him about the Fratelli stories. So just make sure you catch up with that chat if you haven't done so already. Uh, but then we asked him for his standout album from the 2000s. And here's what he went for. We'll be back with you after we've heard his choice with some thoughts on his selection. Yeah, the album that I played to death at the time, it was, it was Black Rebel Motorcycle Club Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah good shout. We were... Um, yeah, their manager was our in our guy or something. We ended up doing loads of gigs together. But um, when I first heard that, I thought it was incredible. You know, and still I listened to it the other day. Just the, the variety in the album is is fantastic. You know, I wish I had a more kind of noughties type album to give you, but that's the album that I definitely remember playing to to death at that time. You know. Yeah, no, they were a great, great band at that time. Obviously, I remember when they broke on on the scene with. Uh, Whatever happens to my rock and roll and spread your love on that debut album, and then was, how how was the one with um, "Ain't No Easy Way" on it, right? Yeah, yeah, it starts off with "Ain't No Easy Way," and then yeah. again, it was their th- I think it was their third album. Don't quote me in that, but I mean, it's nobody was expecting that from them because it had always been sort of balls at no, 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 you know, really quality rock and roll stuff from them. But that's when they started experimenting with more acoustic stuff and sonically and. Um, as I said, we were playing some gigs with them at the time and stuff. And when they dropped that, I was kind of, I was in awe. Uh, Robert's bass setup, being the bass geek that I am, and um, I, I used to watch them at sound checks and see what pedals he was using and all that sort of shit. So, so yeah, that was that was a big album for that kind of time. I guess that was two thousand and six as well, maybe. Yeah, it released two thousand and five in August. That one. So did you, so you said you toured with them, is that right? You were sort of supporting them for a bit as well? Yeah, we supported them a few times. Like I said, it was through, um, I don't know, logistics, whatever you want to call it. But we, I think we supported them um, five, six times. And then we were supposed to do a West Coast tour of the States, which never happened. Um, can't remember why it didn't happen. I think we bailed and went home because we'd all had enough possibly again you need to check that one out but we were supposed to tour i was really looking forward to it as well man from uh sort of vancouver we already did post the black rebel for a couple of weeks but um unfortunately it never panned out but um another album of the time as well was the second kasabian album empire again yeah. we were doing loads of gigs with them at the time uh lucky enough to hear it and stuff before it came out heard the demos and whatnot but um yeah, we were playing, we supported them on their arena tour for that album. And Costello was still selling like fuck as well, man. And we were, 
you know, you're, you're supporting a band in an arena and people are turning up with triple platinum discs for you for your album and stuff like that. It was quite a... <laughs> and uh, it was quite a moment, yeah. Yes, that's another album of that particular time as well that I remember yeah. playing it. I thought it was great. Yeah, any particular favourite songs on... Any particular favourite tracks on Empire? Sunrise, Light Flies. Oh, yeah. nice. What a tune, man, you know. In fact, that... that British Legion on that album was fantastic as well. Stunt man. Me plus one was brilliant. Is it the Doberman closes that one as well, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always I mean, thought British Legion should have closed it personally. That's how I would have done it. And that was the one where you know, shoot the runner on it, obviously, as well, which it just felt like it really sort of lifted them up a few notches again, you know, it really sort of took them to another level. Yeah, man. I mean that's as I said, they went up from I'd been a fan of them sort of before the Fratellis were a thing. I remember seeing them. I don't think they got to arena level on that first album. Could be wrong. I don't know. But by the time Empire came out, because uh, I know we were doing loads of gigs with them, that was the kind of the arena tour of the UK and stuff like that. And they played Ibiza with them and Mad Nights like that, you know, and Manumission, No Gallagher popping up and stuff like that. It was just fucking madness, crazy times. But. I thought, yeah, I thought that second album was great. And uh, I remember hearing demos for the third album. And theirs unreleased at the time. And I thought it was shit. I was like, oh, there's no hits on that. And then they came out with fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely zero. But, um, yeah, the album came out and it was great. Great band. Baz, thanks very much for your time and for doing that extra little segment for us. Really appreciate it. And, uh, thanks for having me man I appreciate it so there you go Baz kicks us off with two albums in the end uh, we'll focus on his first choice though that Black Rebel Motorcycle Club album and when he said that band name I was like yeah absolutely I loved BRMC their debut album um, just yeah that was an album I was so into so many huge huge tracks on it obviously yeah, Love massive. Burns and Spread Your Love yeah yeah and they're, they're probably the most famous tracks aren't they but you know Whatever Happened to My Rock and Roll Red Eyes and Tears just all the way through, really dirty, grungy rock and roll, really. It was excellent. But but then, yeah, then he pulled out um, the name at Howl for their third album. And uh, Rich, I don't know if you've been listening to it recently, but I'd, I gave it a play after we chatted to Baz. And I was like, wow, the contrast with that debut album. It's all get the acoustic guitars out and play some uh, sort of folky, bluesy songs rather than, like, as I say, the more dirty, grungy rock stuff that was on the first album. Yeah, definitely. They properly... Uh evolved as a band as many bands in that era did didn't they they changed things up and uh and yeah i was like you whatever happens to my rock and roll was an absolute stomper for me back in the day and i loved that debut album uh, but yeah how was their third album wasn't it so um yeah real different change um but you know what a band you know they did have that that look that that really suited uh, their that dirty sound of the debut it's still knocking about now as well and uh, a band that been really keen to follow over the years and another band that we've actually been in touch with. We are hoping to get them on the show uh, towards the end of the year. So um, once they are back in, back in the studio and getting stuff ready to, to release, but uh, yeah, really good bands. Very fine choice from Baz. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have to get the leather jackets out for that one, for that Zoom call, yeah. won't we? <laughs> Try and uh, match the, uh, the cool look of that Rebel Motorcycle Club. Absolutely. Cool. So that was a really good one to get us underway, I think. As uh, as we said, you know, that's a band that we love. But again, a little bit of a left field choice in terms of the actual album that Baz went for in the end. But hopefully it inspires you to fire up the Spotify playlist or maybe even dig through your album library if you've got that CD tucked away somewhere and give Black Rebel Motorcycle Club another spin. 
And of course, we'll be back next Wednesday with another one of these little bonus pods for you. Another episode of My Naughty's number one album. And remember to catch our regular Saturday pod. We've got another good one lined up for you this week. Uh, so stay across our social media feeds to find out more and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I'm off to dig out my leather jacket. Chat to you soon.